places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. Yeah, the full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Pair of Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Arctic Podcast, episode 34. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. On this day in history, it is January... No. I'm sorry, it is February 1st. Yeah. On this day in history in 1884, the first portion of the Oxford English Dictionary, considered the most comprehensive and accurate dictionary of the English language, is published. Wow. How about that? We That's should probably take a look at that. <laughs> the dictionary? <laughs> Dictionary? Don't they still add new words every year, like selfie and yeah, hand job? They do, and they do like the word of the year and mm. like kofefi, kofefi stuff. Was that? That's not a word though, right? That was just a uh, a gaff, a blender. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I think. Kofefe. I don't know, man. Some of these uh, dictionary companies, though, like Oxford and Webster and Dictionary.com, yeah, they talk massive crap on Trump. Oh, like he'll say yeah. something wrong on Twitter, and they'll tweet they'll they'll tweet back. It's pretty embarrassing. Well, that's funny. Well, he did use the wrong there this week. Oh man, when he told people to go back to school. <laughs> oh, did you see what Don Junior did? Uh, no, he well, said something know. reminded him re- reminded him of an S and L skit. Oh my! <laughs> and gosh. he used the and symbol. S and L, <laughs> not S and L. Saturday and life. <laughs> It's Saturday and life. Oh, it's in the, my gosh. the cold open every week for the past 44 years, live from New York. It's Saturday night. Wow. Oh. He's stupid. Yeah. And then the announcer, like, it's why, Saturday night live. Uh, why don't they have people tweeting for them? It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. They should really, like, wow. Yeah. That's, uh, Wow. Yeah. Um, So there I was. Were you waiting in line somewhere? No. (laughs) Well, no. I was driving my car on the interstate. Interstate. On I-15 heading to work. And out of nowhere, a rock chip pebble thing hits my windshield. Yeah. And causes a... You get a little asterisk? Yes. A little... Just a little a chip. Did you flick your head? Like, did you see it coming? No. Sometimes that happens to me. I didn't. I'll see it, and it's like, I yeah, kind of flick I, my head I have back had like... that happen before. <laughs> but there was no big truck or anything. It just came out of nowhere. Huh. And so I have a, a, an indenture or a, cra- a chip. A chip. Sure. And uh, I park my car. I don't really think anything of it. I go into work, um, and then I go uh, with a coworker somewhere. We had to go get his phone because he left it on the train. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, and it's been like an hour, and yeah. there's a giant crack in oh, my yeah. windshield. Did it get warm? Was it today? No, it was yesterday. It did get kind of warm yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's the temperature swings, man. Yeah, so now i got to get a new windshield. I'm super stoked on that. Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't have to because we don't have inspections here anymore. But That's true. There's no safety it's inspection like in right Utah. It's like right in my eye line, though. I wonder if you can still get a, like, a 
fix it ticket. Yeah, you can. You know, they, safe that was repair. that was one of the thing they. Yeah, I look at Safe Flight and it was like three hundred fifty bucks. I think I, no, we got to call your insurance. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, most of them do like one a year, but you might have a you know a deductible, hundred bucks or something. Yeah, my yeah, we'll have to see. I'll I need to, a new. I'll one have to call Geico. We'll call the get-go and see what yeah, they say. Find if you're being hosed. Yeah. I got a um I got a retraction. Oh. Not, actually not a retraction. Okay. We didn't misreport anything. Oh. Remember when you were talking about the headline of ninety five thousand oh yeah. Voters mm-hmm. in Texas. Yeah. Non citizens were registered to vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out Texas quietly informs counties that some of the 95,000 voters flagged for citizenship review don't belong on that list. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. And what was the reason behind the mistake? There's no reason. <clears throat> voter suppression. I thought there was they, they, they said something about the DMV or something. Yeah, they said that uh, some of the voters whose citizen, uh, citizenship status, the state said uh, counties should consider checking – should not actually be on those lists. Um, what did they say? Something about, uh, yeah, doing it at like the freaking DMV. I can't yeah, it was something it weird now. like that. I don't know. But it's, it didn't make any sense. And one county here, uh, it was, oh, man, Harris County, mm-hmm. 29,800 voters were initially flagged. And the Douglas Ray, who's in charge, said a substantial number, quote unquote, of them are now being marked as citizens. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, just nice. Uh, don't don't make this news. Just call. Just, <laughs> the, secret, the Secretary of State's office just called and said, hey, hey you but, can remove um, like half those names. Whoops, are yeah. bad. We were just looking and if they were Hispanic, we, we flagged <laughs> them. Uh, so they're actually okay. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. Speaking of Hispanics, well, wait, yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, fentanyl, <laughs> no, no, um, so this week they had the biggest bust, uh, I guess, oh, in I heard history yeah. of fentanyl, and you wouldn't believe fentanyl. where, fentanyl, Ill. fentanyl, fentanyl, Ill. whatever, yeah. <laughs> Why you, give you some you say tomato, I say fentanyl. Well, it's a Y. I mean, I've, I've got a Y for you right here. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard about yeah, this. Yeah, and it came across the where the wall would have been, just out in the middle of of the <laughs> desert. There was a caravan of people carrying a truckload of. Oh no, wait, that's You're wrong. Right. Oh. It actually just came through on a semi truck through the port of entry, it's carrying what avocados? I think yeah, it, it, or cucumbers. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, they weren't bounding through the desert. No, so <laughs> I was ATVs. I was so shocked. I thought that's how all fentanyl got yeah, here. I for, but thought for sure the slats would stop them. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Slatted wall. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it, it did. I, and, yeah. and they had to, to make a turn <laughs> and go through the port of entry. I saw this story because people were lighting up Kellyanne Conway. Oh, really? Because she she retweeted the story and said. Uh, our our border patrol agents are amazing. They need more resources, which is totally true. Mm-hmm. But everybody was tweeting back at her. You just proved that we don't need a wall. I know it was caught at a port of entry, not in the middle of the desert. It right. was on a truck, not in a backpack. Right. <laughs> it wasn't by, um, like, it wasn't by uh, 
an, uh, an asylum seeker. It was by a Mexican national. Like they, she, yeah, anyway, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. But. So <laughs> there you go. Foot in your mouth moment. Uh, I'm down. Like I said before. Speaking of foot in your mouth moments, eleven. Po- I'm down to give. <laughs> I'm down eleven point four billion to Trump. If I was the Democratic leader, I'd, I'd give you eleven point four. I'd double what you want. But I would. None of it could go to a wall. It would all go to technology and more agents. Right. Um. <laughs> But yeah, foot in your mouth, kind of. Yeah. John Bolton. Um, John Bolton? Yeah. The Secretary of... Our uh, Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Now, remember we talked about Venezuela the last episode quite extensively. Yes. And I had said, is there any possibility of military action in Venezuela? Yes. And... And I said Marco Rubio had publicly said no one had been talking about it. And... I believe um, – I want to call him Michael Bolton. <laughs> John Bolton, <laughs> uh, Mr. Mustache, said uh, – he said something similar except for his notebook. Oh, the notepad. The, the, the notepad, legal pad. The legal pad told a different tale. <laughs> so we got to lay it out. Now I remember – now I saw it. So they're, they're in the White House press room. Sarah invites him up to talk about the sanctions right. being placed on – with Mnuchin, by the way. Mnuchin was up there as well. Uh-huh. Talk about the sanctions being placed on Venezuela. Someone in the press asks about military, and he says no. Right. But as he's turning away, there's two lines on his legal pad. What did they say? I can't – my curse of reading One is, of them said, I think, 5,000? Uh, 5, 5, yeah. Part of it says 5,000 troops uh, to, Columbia. to Columbia. Yeah. I'm not sure what the, <laughs> the top one says. After, I'm not sure. Um. So, so what's going on in the Trump White House is the question. Do you, I don't, I, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or anything, but would they have done that on purpose for any reason? It's totally plausible. I, I can't think of any reason why. I've, I've said, I don't know if I've ever said. Maybe this they're on the, sponsored by Docket Gold, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that brand, that I'm, brand of of Notepad. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before, but I, but I think part of Trump's overall policy strategy mm-hmm. is to lightly put something out there see how people respond and then he'll decide whether he's going to go <laughs> with it and so he could certainly be kind of putting this out there 5,000 the troops to Colombia. let's see how the press reacts let's see how the polls react and then yeah it's totally possible though it's not getting any better in venezuela no oh well i lied it's still pretty bad however maduro did say he was willing to negotiate with guido Oh really? Which is big. Oh, that's that's good. big. I mean, I don't know where we are now, but hmm. that was a couple of days ago. I heard that on well, the radio. We have five thousand troops ready to go to Colombia. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's because this guy is like a warmonger. He, look at him, man. The guy is so. Gosh, it's... Republicans are ugly. <laughs> Freaking. Oh man, yeah. I, saw I mean, and the last good, the last good-looking one left. You know, uh, Paul Ryan. He he was out yeah. of there, man. He's like, I'm not part of this Chris anymore. Chris Christie, John Bolton, <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Sarah, McConnell. Sarah could be Sanders. I mean, man. What did McConnell do? Oh, did you hear about this this thing that the Elizabeth Warren – no, 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 that Pelosi put forward? She put mm. forward a bill in the House mm-hmm. to make voting day the first Tuesday in November or whatever it is. Right? Yeah. Which is stupid. should be a Sunday and it should be like two, three days long, whatever. Right. He, she put a, a bill on the floor of the house to make it a national holiday so that more people 
especially federal workers, could make it to the polls mm-hmm. without having to wait in line after work. Right. That's, and Mitch McConnell. Cool. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you, what's your opinion of that idea? Uh, I'm always game for uh, another day off work. She so. also <laughs> she also recommended that we give federal workers an additional five days off mm-hmm. if they would like to volunteer during the election. Uh, whatever that five days leading up to right. the election, right? Right. At a booth or what have you. Okay. So how do you feel? That sounds fine to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, can you think? It of also any- sounds like it might benefit lower income people, which. Uh, so who who wouldn't like that? I don't. I, <laughs> I, corporations, I guess. I don't even think. Why would they even care that much? Right, <laughs> dude. I just googled Mitch McConnell, and the second one is turtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, what do you think Mitch's response was? Oh, I'm sure he turned it down. Or, but I, I'd like to know why. He he called it a demo, a Democrat power grab. Well, how so? I I have no idea. I watched a bit of his speech, and all he was saying was like, "I have a neck." The last thing we need to do is give them five more days off so that they can go campaign for the Democrats. He's a, he literally said that. So he's oh he's assuming that every federal worker is going to take those five days off to go campaign for the Democrats, and we shouldn't give people the day off to go vote. It's amazing. What this party is like they're is, grasping at straws. You're anti-democracy. They well, we already know. I <laughs> I don't understand that. Well, I don't know what I mean unless he's unless he's saying that there's like there's not enough money in the budget to pay people. The fact that that was his reasoning is <laughs> the most absurd. They'll go campaign for the Demo- who cares? Okay. So then, that's that's then their right. Try harder, right. like <laughs> yeah. First Amendment. I, I mean, they know that they're whooped. Like they, <laughs> right? right? Don't they? They the writing's on the wall. Like right. they're 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 a dying breed, <laughs> and the far right is is. I just don't understand uh, it. And I I think Pelosi's smart. Well, she, I know she's smart. I think she put both of those things in there so that when it comes to compromise, uh-huh. we'll get the we'll get the election day as a holiday. We'll, we'll take away the five days off and just say election day is now a holiday so that everybody can vote. There's right. no excuse for any uh, federal worker, right. right? Any company that recognizes national holidays, uh, everybody should be able to vote because we have a voting turnout problem. Yeah. People don't show up. Right. You know? So aside from being on a Tuesday, yeah, it is weird. They just make it, it sh- in my opinion, it should be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, why is it only one day? I'm sure there's some constitutional thing about it that no one wants to amend because they're afraid if they do, their party will lose <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. If we give the people the day off, then more, yeah, more blue-collar workers right. will have the day off. Right. And I guess they don't vote Republican. Oh. I, <laughs> I wonder why. I don't which, get it, which is and isn't true. There's, I mean, that's actually. I was visiting with an old woman today. Oh. Okay. And she was, she's pretty conservative. Yeah. You know, Fox News on. Right. Hates CNN. Of course. Fake, uh, fake news. Fake news. And talking mad crap on like Elizabeth Warren saying she's disgusting. Right. But then she said something that intrigued me. I don't care how you feel about politicians. I understand that. Yeah. Right. Or about your, your ideology. I understand. But she said all the Democrats want to do is tax billionaires. 
And the, the tone of her voice was like she felt bad and was standing up for billionaires. And she's maybe like a 10,000 air. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? <laughs> I was actually thinking about this. Um, because there's the... I was thinking about what it is... Because, you know, my dad always be like, oh, they're Democrat, they're liberal. And, like, and then I just think to myself, what are they doing that's so bad? Like, right. what, what, is, what is it that's so objectionable that the left is doing? Well, and if, is if it, you're not a billionaire... Why do you have a problem with billionaires being taxed? Why are you standing up for them? Yeah, I don't so understand. Weird. Like, <laughs> I, I, maybe it's just the this older generation that uh, they tend to have a lot more loyalty towards their companies and such. Yeah. Whereas at this point, I'm just – it's so clear to me that they don't care. Like corporate tax breaks they and stuff? Don't, the companies don't care. There are, people, right. there are people in the corporation, in the company that may care about me, like right. my boss – and maybe even his boss. But beyond that, they don't care at all. No. If if they need to, I'm gone. Right. It's that done yeah, deal. They, they'll they, surplus you. They don't care. No. And I make crap, and the CEO makes, you know, $6 million a year, and then he, quote, unquote, cares about, I care about all the employees. Right. <laughs> you know, if you really cared about all the employees, then maybe you'd make $300,000 a year right. and trickle some of that money down to the rest of us. But right. you don't care. But guess what doesn't happen? <laughs> What? Trickle down. Oh, yeah. So, man, this one, we've never talked about economics because uh, neither one of us are really right. – we're not economists. But you can see that trickle-down economics have never worked. Right. Reagan tried it. Led to a bust. Mm-hmm. Bush tried it. Led to the recession. You know what I mean? It doesn't tr- – because companies don't trickle down and the rich don't trickle down. Your CEO just takes that money. Right. Says, Awesome. I, mean, I have more money now. Cool. Why three $3 million dollar bonus. Why, why should I give that to the people that make it possible? Right. Like, I, the, more, the more I work in these companies, the more I – I used to be a little bit more anti-union, but I just – they just – they rake you over the coals. Yeah. And, you know, Sky West, the company I work for, is not a union. It's one of – it's one of the only airlines that – it might be the only airline that's not yeah. – and they've got a whole section of their webpage dedicated to union slamming. Oh, jeez. And they're like, well, we have this other thing that's kind of like a union. And, and meanwhile, all of us get paid pen- – you know, we get paid right. so bad. Everyone does. And there's – if there's even talk of a union, yeah. all of you guys are fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, to bring it back, I have no – like this, this woman's loyalty to billionaires of whom she – I mean I can't speak for her. Yeah. She she probably doesn't know any though. You know. No. But she was living in a you know, middle middle class neighborhood. Should go ask her tomorrow, knock on her door. <laughs> why the Why fuck? Yeah. Uh, why is it that you I want to talk about our conversation again. What is so bad about, about taxing billionaires a little bit more? I just I just that's what I I guess that's what I want to know from conservative. If you're conservative, message us. Tell us one what is it that the left does that makes them so bad? Right. Repugnant. Yeah. yeah. Where they're just like, these people are evil. Because that, that has come out of people's mouths before. Oh, yeah. They're evil. Yeah. Antichrist. Yeah. yeah. Antichrist. They're evil. Uh, when in reality, most of them are still Christian. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so one, tell me, tell me that. Tell me what it is that they're doing that's so bad. Uh, and two, 
tell me what it is that the the right is doing that's so good. Right. Because to me, it seems like both sides kind of suck. And, oh, for sure. <laughs> and, but let's just take this latest example. Right. House Speaker has the majority, puts out a law that says we want we want people to be able to vote more. Right. So we're going to make this a national holiday. And the Senate Majority Leader comes back and says, that's ridiculous. You're just trying to get more Democrats to vote. I know. <laughs> so go ahead and try – rebut. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Like I want to hear a rebuttal because we tend to kind of slam the right on this podcast because that's our take, right? That's how we feel. I, uh, but- I, I, I want desperately to be in the middle. But just lately, there's just so many things on the right that it's just like – well, but especially it's just. But both like, have become what? so polarized, yeah. Right, that when you you almost feel radical, and it goes. This goes both ways, right? Uh-huh. If you are, if you're a moderate left, you feel like you are so against this crazy right, and if you're moderate right, you feel like you're so against this crazy left. Does that make sense? Yeah, because all of the it, talking points are so polarizing. But I just. I guess my, from my view, I just don't see the things that the left want to do seem good for the public. Yeah, they're I like, mean, "Hey, we want to give people access to health care." Right. We want to. That we, one's that one's interesting to me right. because Republicans will say that, uh-huh. but they never offer a solution. Oh no! How? Let me let me Google something real quick. Okay. How many times have they tried to repeal Obamacare? Countless. And how many times did they have a solution? They never have a solution. They just want to repeal and quote-unquote replace. Not replace, though. 54 they... times <laughs> by – I'm sorry. That was only in 2014. Whoa. <laughs> in 2014, the, the bill passed in 2009 became law. So in five years, Mitch McConnell tried to repeal that bill 54 times. Jeez. And I'm, a, none a dead of, horse. we've <laughs> said that on – we've said this here. We both concur – that Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, are, they're not, it's not perfect. It's not great. No, right? it has but, lots of issues. But we have to try something. I just, I, I just want to know what, I just, what is so bad about giving everyone health care or, uh, or an and education. I, and I understand that it will make taxes go up. But at the same time, you we're already getting raked over the coals for medical. How much, is, how much more could it possibly right. – Possibly well, be. Look, one way or another, answer me this. How how are we ever going to balance the budget? We can't. We're <laughs> like, do you realize that if we wanted to balance the budget, we would have to raise taxes? Right. Because the government is not going to agree to cut any department. What have – I have a question. This is just – because we owe a lot of money to China. Right. Correct. Well, they they buy our bonds and land and stuff. Okay. So so I I've been watching this uh, the World War II documentary, The Circle of Evil, mm-hmm. about Hitler's, about Hitler's uh, inner circle. Inner circle. And uh, one of the reasons that the um, uh, the Nazis were able to sway the public was uh, because the economy went bad when the U.S. Had, went to the depression right. because the U.S. recalled a bunch of loans. Right, and so if that were to happen to China, what would happen here? Anything? Would you it, mean like if China, if China tumbled? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic for us. Would it? 
No, well, if they if oh, they recalled I, a bunch oh, of yeah, the, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yes, like, I'm sorry, I was thinking about it the other way. Yeah, so we I looked it up. We owe them 1.14 trillion. Oh, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't. They always try and talk about cutting programs. You know, if you look at the budget, the only one that would ever even make a dent is defense. Yeah. You know, that's the only one. If we cut defense, we might be able to balance this thing. But no one, especially on the right, is willing to cut defense. You know? And I'm not saying I disagree or agree. I think we should pay our soldiers more. Yeah. I want to have the best equipment. However, I, I am willing to admit that our military is bigger than the next 12 countries combined. It is, if I remember correctly. In terms of force, you know. But, uh, but in all defense, our country is bigger than most of them combined. Uh, China? Well, <laughs> China's military, I think, is bigger it's, than ours. Their, no. ar- their army is, at least. Their army is, but that an army is moot when you have a nuke. Well. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, no, our, China, I think, is the next. I want to say China is the next biggest. I think, you know, Japan has a really good air force, although theirs is just defense, right? We talked about that. Uh, uh, China has a decent air force, too, even though most of their planes are knockoffs of ours. Like, literally Chinese knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Like, they look ex- like they have a, a a plane that looks almost exactly like the Raptor. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know that you know that one of the engineers from who, no, that whoever did, that did happen, actually. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of, of this, of the left, something that bothered me that the left did the other day, since we rag on the right so much, <laughs> uh, not that this is like a representative of the left or anything, but Samantha B, you know, her show. Yeah. She, uh, she was talking about this sort of similar. Yeah. Uh, and she brought up, um, the, the military and, uh, she, she was ragging on the F-35 and how it uh, she she gave a bunch of statistics about the F thirty five and how it was over budget and how it's expensive and yeah. how it was expensive and how how uh, one out of six of the planes are 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 able to fly, but the information was all from like two thousand fourteen when it was still in when it was testing. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure they fly over my house every day. <laughs> so she her stat said that only one out of six made flew. Yeah. Well, basically. we shouldn't have to pay for those. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, yeah, anyway, it was, it was kind of annoying yeah. that like, get some, get some, I agree. Some newer statistics. Well, like everybody it, does that. That's kind of a reach, but. Right. And I'm, geez, maybe it's just hard. I don't know. Yeah. When you're trying to prove a point, you're absolutely going to go confirmation bias here. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just like. So I did some just, quick math while you were talking. Yeah. We owe China 1.4 trillion. Okay. Okay. There's about 350 million people in the country right now. Does that sound about right? Uh, I think it's closer to four now. Four, but closer yeah. to four. If we wanted to pay off China right now, yeah, that's $4,000 per citizen. Oh, okay. Right. So that's just our debt, though. I'm not even talking about the debt. I'm talking about the deficit. Yeah. I'm talking about the budget. The only way to balance the budget. It's not going to be cuts, people. It's, it can't be cuts. No one's going to compromise. You're not going to cut Medicare so how do or we, Social Security. Uh, how do we operate with the ballot that that we're spending more than we – is that – They raise the debt ceiling just every inf- year. Inflation keeps going up and up. Not inflation. And, we just keep raising the debt ceiling saying yeah. it's okay. We'll just sell more bonds to more people, to more countries. So right? other countries own us. Yeah, like if you – 
you you can go buy a ten year bond right now uh-huh. in the U.S. Treasury, uh-huh. right, and say it's I don't know what it's yielding, like one percent probably, <laughs> you know. But when you buy a hundred billion of them, right, you know, it's a very uh, it's a very uh, what's the word? Like it's not going to fail, right? right? People trust it. That's why when um, S and P five hundred or freak man Nasdaq. No, it was. And I think it's S. Oh no, shit. Whatever. We lost our credit rating. Remember that from AAA. Oh yeah, that was a huge deal because all the people who owned our bonds were like, "Wait a second, we we trust that we're going to get these paid when we want them." Right. You know. So I don't. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm. Look, I know that it's a common thought to say liberals want to raise taxes to pay for uh, social issues uh-huh. and Republicans want to lower taxes. I get that. Everybody wants lower taxes. But until you can show me how lowering taxes is going to re- reduce the deficit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know what to tell you. Because no no representative is going to agree to cut money from their state, right? Right, or for the defense of the country. Because if they vote against that and something happens, yeah, they'll be murdered, right? You know. So, and speaking of defense, yeah, you're you're familiar with the Doomsday Clock? No, yeah, I don't know. Tell me. So the Doomsday Clock is um, it's a symbol that represents the the likelihood. Of man-made global destruction, right? Okay, it's this. It's from the. It was it started in 1947 by members of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. So it's based a lot off of what's happening in, happening in the nuclear world. Mm-hmm. So to give you some context, the initial setting of the Doomsday Clock in 1947. So what two years after the first atomic bombs were dropped, right? Was seven minutes to midnight. So once you get to midnight, that is the world is over. So it's just their way of saying, like, how close are we? Okay. Mm-hmm. 1949, the Soviet Union tests its first atomic bomb. They take it down to three minutes to midnight. Oh. So they're scared. Um, it goes down to two minutes in 1953, height of the Cold War. goes back up. Everything's looking good. 1963, it's at 12 because they sign the U.S. and the Soviet Union sign a, uh, sign a treaty. Mm-hmm. So what just happened today? <laughs> yeah, we ended or we pulled out of yeah. a treaty that may or may not have been may, squandered on both sides anyway. It sa- but. Yeah, it sounds like Russia's been cheating anyway. I'm sure that we have. Right. But it's the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, the INF. Right. So these are uh, kind of shorter range nuclear missiles. Mm-hmm. And the reasoning behind it was so that a false, a false alarm wouldn't trigger a nuclear war. Okay, yeah. Right? If we agree that we won't shoot short range. Right. Because if you shoot short range, we're going to shoot right back, and it's going to be over in minutes. Right. You know? So we agree to not make these short range ones. They have to be, you know, intercontinental. <laughs> it's kind of a weird treaty, right? But we've had some uh, suspicions that uh, Russia is not obeying or abiding by the treaty. Uh-huh. And so we pulled out today. We gave them, I think, like 60 days or something like that um, to correct their the issue. So this – bulletin now from the atomic scientists we're back at two minutes to midnight oh the low that's the closest it's ever been great that's super cool yeah 
I don't. Uh, in my World War II documentary watching, I watched one on um, uh, Hiroshima and uh, the first nuclear bomb and the crew that dropped it and everything. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know why anyone would ever want to do that again, ever. No. To and, any and populace. Those, and those bombs were tiny. They are. They are. I'm trying to think of a comparison. They're they're one one thousand. Yeah, they're like an ant compared to a to a a boulder. When we switched from atomic to nuclear to hydrogen, right? You know what I mean? They those bombs, the ones we dropped on Japan, were only like what ten percent efficient. Yeah, the ones that we have now are big enough to wipe out uh, all of Manhattan. Yeah, one shot. Yeah, like, and we're not talking like. You know, a small radius and then radiation kills them. We're right. saying all of Manhattan would be immediately uh, vaporized. Burnt, vaporized. They're yeah. huge. And like, yeah, one, I think we killed, what, 50,000 people in Japan? With uh, That's a low estimate. That was what they said on the, the second one. Uh, Nagasaki? Yeah, they, they said on the first one that they didn't, they didn't know. Yeah, it was just it it's was, low it was, estimates. It was a lot. <laughs> I'm 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 thinking it's closer to a hundred each. Yeah, you know, and those are civilians because with that's the whole problem with nuclear weapons is you can't you can't target, you can't target. military. Yeah, and so this new this leaving this treaty is scary because now there's the threat of using small nuclear arms on a battlefield. But I don't, why, like a, I don't know why why are we at odds with developed countries? That doesn't make any sense. Why? What is the point? Yeah. What is to what end? Like, I have no idea. Like, what? Why? What does Nobody, Russia want to accomplish? I mean, they're they're asking the same thing about us. No, uh, well, I know I agree. It's like, a, but it's the a, only reason we have them is because they have them. A, you know what I mean? Like, we have to yeah. have them because they have them. The cycle so of non-trust. It's, just, it's ridiculous, you know. And then we come in and tell other people they can't. Right. You know, we're like, sorry, Iran, North Korea. Yeah, you can't. We're, we're already dealing with Russia, bro. <laughs> so please, you know, stop. Yeah. Uh, well, why, 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 do, why do they need them? Like, why does, I just, why would anyone want to unleash that? I have, I don't know. Uh, what, because what it, kind of a person would press that button? Because it feels. I don't know, man. It's definitely an, more of an offensive weapon than a defensive weapon. Yeah, well. You know, the only thing it really is is it, is, is it like a deterrent. I mean, at this point, like we dropped it on Japan. We were the only ones that had them. Okay, it was kind of like, oh, sh- we just. We had no we, idea they were going to do that. Well, they knew it was going to. That's what the documentary said. Is they yeah, knew it was going to be bad. Right. But they had no idea how bad. And right. they had no idea. They knew there was going to be radiation. They right. didn't know. <laughs> The extent and how right. many people would die later and would get all this poisoning and stuff. And they had al- no idea. You also think about what's happening in those bombs that was splitting the atom. Right. There's no reason in your head to think that that would stop. Right. So they didn't know if it was going to stop or not. <laughs> you know, it could just keep going. And now the bombs we have are fission. They're putting yeah. atoms together, which is, somehow makes a bigger explosion of energy. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, I just... It doesn't end in any. It doesn't. There's. It doesn't end any conflict. No. Because you launch one, we have to launch one. The country's gone. Right. Like, what is that? What everyone would launch at the same time. It, so, like, if you put this scenario together, uh huh. Let's say we even instigate. Yeah. Right. We launch one at Russia. Russia launches one at us. Right. Iran launches one at Israel. 
Israel launches, <laughs> launches one at Pakistan. India launches one at, you know what I mean? Like, every country would go for it at that point. So, why do we have them? I have no idea. I mean, Russia shoots us with one. They kill, you know, a million people. We're going we're gonna to do the same thing to them. Why would they want that? Right. Why, like, it's, I don't know. It, it's really bothersome, but... It's a fascinating topic because you just can't. I don't know. I don't even know what to liken it to. You know, it's like there's nothing going up to a stranger and raising your fist, uh-huh. and then they raise their fist, and, and you're, you're just, just like, like walking around each other with fists <laughs> raised. Like, what are you, motherfucker? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You know, if you if you, I'll pull my. I'll, I got two now. I got two now, and then they put up two now. You know, I. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. And it seems like Russia would have more to lose because they have more land, but we have more populace. So we could wipe them out a lot quicker, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's just, it's dumb. It's, 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 it's small dick syndrome, and all these guys just yeah. need to relax. So I found the 25 most powerful militaries in the world. Okay. Um, and it, it actually breaks down everything because it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, the United States is number one, uh, two million active personnel, two million. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Our budget is 587 billion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put that into context, people. Okay. 500. There is no one even remotely close to ours. The closest is China and they're still Four billion behind us. Four billion. Four billion. China, China's uh, four hundred billion. Sorry, they're <laughs> they're one hundred and sixty one point seven billion. We're five eighty seven point eight billion. So we have a military that's five times the size in terms of money. Uh, yeah, but they actually have. Okay, so, so it gets interesting because it breaks it down by tanks, aircraft, and aircraft carriers and submarines. So we have two million active personnel, five or almost six thousand tanks, thirteen thousand aircraft, thirteen thousand aircraft. Actually, it's closer to fourteen thousand aircraft. Uh, Nineteen aircraft carriers, which BT Dub, no one even. No, I think does China only have one, uh, or Japan has yeah, one? They have one. Yeah, no one even comes close to our navy. Uh, and seventy submarines. Russia has. Um, they have um over. Oh, they have about uh, a million more personnel than us. Uh, but their budget is only forty-four billion. They've relied on science, I guess, to say like they also look, have. We don't care how many people you have. We've got a freaking missile that can fly faster than anything you can shoot it down with. I guess. Well, they also have twenty thousand tanks compared to our of uh, six, and but they only they only have uh, thirty-seven hundred aircraft, one carrier. And 63 submarines. See, Russia's land uh, protection makes a lot more sense than ours. We're, we, co- we got two oceans. Yeah, that's right? true. You go back to, like, you've been watching these specials, watch Stalingrad. Right. Like, that, that's all tanks yeah, and personnel, yeah, you know? Sure. And so if the U.S. and its sense, allies actually. ever wanted to push east, right? like with Germany, France, Italy, you know, uh, it like they've. It would be hard to stand a chance, you know. Right. But I want to go back to our planes. We have fourteen thousand <laughs> aircraft. We have a lot. We do have a lot of airplanes. We have air superiority for sure. Fourteen. What do you do with fourteen thousand aircraft? Um. You know. I don't know. I think the reason it's so high is because um we're transitioning right now between the F twenty. Well, mostly the F thirty five and the F sixteen. 
So we've got like a lot of excess. What's the cheapest aircraft though? That the oh, I don't. <laughs> it's probably I mean? the F like, sixteen now because I think those are. Still we're not production. talking about like little props. You know, we're talking about expen- really expensive this, planes. This does. I'm guessing this includes trainer aircraft, which is probably a lot of. Yeah, but which are small. Okay. I mean, I don't know, but I'm guessing it does. So our budget, and it probably also includes helicopters, and uh, and and we do have uh, three branches of the military that all use all use air airplanes, right? For different things, right? But it's still it's a lot, and the Coast Guard, and and <laughs> and our 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 land, because you got to think we have National Guard bases. No, in I, every state, I totally understand why we need to have air and sea superiority because we have two oceans. We don't, right. we don't need land. Where are they going to invade from? Yeah, no, for you sure. know what I mean. Like we would see them coming if even if they tried to drop off ten thousand tanks in Canada, you know, like we <laughs> we would see it coming. So I understand why we need it, but that just seems crazy outdone. That is a lot. And I know that you'll you'll hear that argument from the left. Like, why oh, we they, don't need they this. They do. They do. I, I just have a soft spot in my heart for airplanes, so well, I, don't, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they trap, like, I was pissed when Obama canceled the F-22 yeah. and when people trash the F-35. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. These are cool, man. So don't worry about it. You said our budget on the defense is 587 Yeah, billion. Okay, so that's, fi- that's $1,500 a person. Wow. Per year. Wow. Um. Hold on, let me read you China's real quick okay. because they have China. They have the they have the most person. Well, actually, India has more personnel. Wow, that, that. Well, uh, I think India is more populous at this point. Yeah, and they might have forced. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on, I'm getting. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll, let me get to that. <laughs> so China has three uh, three million seven hundred active active personnel. Do you understand how many people that is? That's a lot. That's crazy. It's over a million more than us. Um. They have the budget's one hundred sixty one billion. You know what though? They ain't got no planes to get them here, uh, or anywhere. <laughs> you're right. They have six uh, sixty five hundred tanks and three thousand aircraft, one carrier, and sixty eight subs. Yeah, you wanted to get those three million seven hundred thousand people somewhere India, on three thousand planes. India, oddly enough, I didn't know. So they have forty two uh, or four point two million personnel. Oh my god! But their budget's only fifty one billion. They have forty four hundred tanks, twenty one hundred airplanes. Three aircraft carriers and fifteen submarines. So they actually have a lot of India. Once again, they they have a coast, yeah, right? They have a true. coast, and they have an enemy right next to them, Pakistan. Okay, like Pakistan and Pakistan. Both of those guys are nuclear, by the way. So, okay, <laughs> four point seven. Oh, I didn't even realize that it. It reads out who has the most here. So. Uh, we have the most, the biggest budget. Russia has the most tanks. We have the most aircraft and aircraft carriers. Now, I'm going to skip all these other countries and because uh, we're going long here, probably need to go to a break. But let's talk about North Korea. Okay, no man. <laughs> okay, so they have a budget. Their defense budget is 7.5 billion. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't even believe that number. Why? It's, dude, they don't have any money. Well. Seven point five. Seven point five billion. I I don't think it's that big. Seven point five billion. They have five thousand tanks, nine hundred and forty four aircraft, zero carriers, and seventy six submarines. But are you ready for their active personnel? That's a lot of submarines. Yeah, go. Six million four hundred and forty five thousand. <laughs> every citizen. What's the population? <laughs> six million. Six million. Six point four million. 
Uh, so they have they technically have the most active personnel. Twenty. Oh, sorry. Twenty five million is the estimate in North Korea. I'm not even sure how we know that. Like this, I don't think they released that. No. So, but yeah, once they're they all, they definitely have forced military service there. Oh, for sure. So does South Korea. They have my friend, uh, my old roommate, had to be in the military for a little bit. Yeah, I got a buddy who was in South. So, this submarines make sense for them on the coastline, you know. But tanks, I bet they're the, all old Russian submarines too. Everything's Russian. Uh, everything. A, a lot of what they have are old Russian. Um planes and uh tanks and everything we're talking about like it's funny that we're even it's like like we're we're already planning world war three <laughs> i know right <laughs> but uh, the doomsday clock is it two minutes to midnight okay well you know two at minutes least we probably would have india on our side oh yeah so i mean in terms of allies we'd have india france and the united kingdom who are the next biggest three and japan and germany so and south korea oh south korea has five Point eight million active personnel. Yeah, plus all the U.S. troops there. Yeah, I think so, we yeah, have we'll like fifty thousand okay. troops we'll over there. We'll be all right. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about it. But a lot of people will die. Yeah, you know, they gotta. These other countries have to know that we have way more allies than them, though, right? I mean, oh yeah, they're not for sure. Which is why that's why that's why Putin is doing what he's doing. Yeah, he divide and conquer is very. It's like the oldest technique in the book. So Hitlery. Yeah, you know and. No, we'll talk about that on Sunday. Never All right. Mind. All right. Let's take a break. Yeah, we got to take a break. I think we've already been on for like uh, an hour or something. Anyway, um, when we come back, um, we do have some random headlines today. Um, nothing super interesting. Also, I forgot where they are, so i got to find those. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, when we come back, Brian jumps over a giraffe. Jones here. As you probably heard, I was banned from Facebook, Apple, and Spotify. You know, you advocate killing one person and millions of fans with dissociative identity disorder, and suddenly everyone loses their sense of humor. Yes, I am under attack, just like the Jews in the Holocaust that may not have happened. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is enshrined in the Constitution. That means anything you do with your face hole is protected by the First Amendment, such as firing blow darts, driving a bulldozer with your teeth into a hospital, and shoving a grenade in a dolphin's blowhole while screaming, Sayonara, Flipper! How long, Flipper? I am here for one reason only. Speaking truth to power. That is my singular motivation. Buy my Cortex Quake pills and you will not die! Now available in mixed berry. Cortex Quake. Do not believe anyone who says these pills are just spray-painted Mike and Ike's. No shirt. Let's bring on the last remaining bastion of logic and civility, Donald Trump Jr. I caught a big fish. You met with the Russians to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. So tell the folks why the mainstream media is blowing this whole thing out of proportion. Uh, last time I checked, there's no law that says you can't conspire with a foreign country. Right. And well, except there are laws against it. I can get behind a complicated theory here, but you gotta ground it in something. Look at it this way. Hillary colluded with the Russians, which is bad, but I colluded with the Russians, which is good. Please do not make me be the voice of reason here. Let me start over. I caught a big fish. You are disconnected from reality. Interview over. 70, 76! 
Yes, tomorrow I will address these rumors that my brain is constantly spinning like a rotisserie chicken. InfoWars. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. <clears throat> hey, my apologies. Um, random headlines. Full disclosure, I didn't read over these all super close. That's all right. That's what makes them random. <laughs> but the first one, I try. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to dive deeper and find even more random headlines because I feel like the ones that I've been uh, dishing out lately are they get talked about right after they, we record them. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I, we talked about something. I think it was two different headlines that we talked about on the podcast right. that I then saw on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I did. I yeah, did too. on Weekend Update. I was like, man, we should be writers for Hold, holding Holding two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is out of Alaska. Mark Penis. <laughs> I'm sorry, out of Alaska. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Donald McRonald. <laughs> All right. A military explosive specialist destroyed a World War II-era mortar uh, found at an Alaska museum after determining the uh, munition was live. So they've got a museum up there, World War II museum. No. (laughs) And it's, you know, there's just a mortar sitting there. Like in a case? Yeah. Check out this mortar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wait, no. It says a staff member. Oh, it's a Japanese mortar. A staff member found the Japanese mortar round last week while sorting through the collections vault. <laughs> oh so my they're sorting gosh. through their, their vault of crap and they're like, oh, wait a minute. This is live. Dude. It's, scary. it's like finding sweaty dynamite. <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. So he didn't, he detonated it himself? Or they, he no, no, it? no. Okay. no. Um, He's like, just let me throw it. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got a mortar tube? Like, let's, let's just have some fun, man. Let's see if this goes. Clear. Boom. Yeah, get that one that's in that display over there. That'll work. <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> no, they, uh, they called in the bomb squad and they, you know, came in and disposed of it. Dude, I was watching a video. It was a, clearly a homemade video of insurgents in Iraq. This was years ago. Yeah. Launching mortars. Yeah. But they clearly aren't trained. Right. And a mortar tube gets really hot. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and he did like five. Uh-huh. And the sixth one exploded right when he dropped oh, it. Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure it killed him and yeah, his. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. The camera just oh kind of went gosh. black. It just, he was like one after no space. It was like, thunk, 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 thunk. Gosh. They, yeah. Uh, you anyway. Gotta, you got to give it some time to cool off. Cool that barrel, man. All right, the next one is out of Massachusetts. Police in Massachusetts are looking for a woman. Well, basically, she wussed out on robbing a bank. (laughs) So she went up to a teller, and uh, she she was, like, really nervous, and... Give me, give me, give me all your money. <laughs> no, she she pulled away. And she said, "Just, just a minute." And then she went over and wrote something. Okay. And then she tore it up and threw it in the garbage. And then they put it, pieced it back together, and it was a. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Is that illegal? I know, right? <laughs> like, I guess it's conspiracy. Uh, like, <laughs> did she really do anything? It's conspiracy. She, she chickened out at the last minute. I mean, I never thought about that angle before. If you're gonna rob someplace, you gotta like pump yourself up. You're listening to, like some speed metal before you go right? in. Like, let's go. Here we go. <laughs> that was a that's a 
That's a Brian Regan joke. Yeah. Where he talks about uh, chess and how the move isn't done until you take your fingers off. And he's like, I wish that was life. Like, you rob a bank. <laughs> Everyone down. <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to do, do this instead. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I pieced it back together. Yeah. <laughs> that lady was acting weird. Let's go see what she threw she away. Was, she was going to rob us. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So uh, they're looking for her. If you see her. <laughs> she's probably still nervous. <laughs> some Xanax. <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, it's been cold. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a polar vortex, which polar vortex is going to be uh, at Warp Tour this year. So <laughs> yeah, look for them. Wait, can we just explain something to people who are anti-global warming? Right. For the love of everything holy, please just look at how this works. Okay. Just because the polar vortex comes down does not mean global warming is not true. In fact, it proves that it is because what's happening is it's really warm in the Arctic, which pushes the cold air down. Hold on. I got to. So please, (laughs) when Trump tweets like we need some of that global warming, we need some of that global warming. Let me work on my impression. Like, oh, my gosh. It's basic understanding of how things work. These temperatures are actually caused by global whamming, sir. <laughs> Polar vortex breaks up and dips out. It's all predicted. Besides, just because it's cold now doesn't mean climate change is this a myth. Is, is. If August is a real month, <laughs> then why isn't it August now? <laughs> and if death is real, why aren't we all dead, okay? Death is just a Chinese hoax to raise money for Big Coffin. <laughs> big Coffin. Uh, oh brother yeah so stop just, it just, just because it's not august <laughs> just stop it um yeah extremes negative 50 oh my gosh anyway okay what, what were we talking about oh yeah iowa it's cold yeah so uh a news uh station there uh w o i tv des moines not des moines <laughs> both of them um they uh they put out a can of Coke, uh, a bottle or a, a aerosol can of hairspray, Pam, the spray. Uh-huh. Uh, not, not the person. <laughs> yeah. A lady named Pam. <laughs> uh, a pesky, a, pe- a pe- Pepsi-Cola. Okay. <laughs> Bush beer, which they had to say apparently is their state's favorite beer. Okay. So you, money, money. And Red Bull. Okay. And they wanted to see which one would explode first. Okay. The the weatherman predicted that the Red Bull would explode first. What would you think would explode first? To me, there's not a ton of carbonation in Red Bull. I'd go with uh, I'd go with hairspray. You think if it's all the if it's the CFC, yeah, either that or Pam. No, those didn't even explode. Ugh. The Pepsi exploded. Oh, okay. See, to me, that makes sense because the the Pepsi and the Coke are the most car and the super carbonated. The the Coke can it didn't explode, but it it, it like elongated. It almost turned into like a the, looked like a, a Coke bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that but, speaks volumes to the technology of aluminum cans m- made by Pepsi. Yeah. Don't fear not if you leave a Pepsi in your freezer. Right. It will just elongate. No, that was a Coke. Oh, I'm the sorry. Pepsi exploded <laughs> the first. Pepsi exploded. So okay. don't leave Pepsi in your car. Have you ever done that? I did that once. Yeah. I left a, a, a oh my gosh. twelve pack in my car and it exploded. When I was when I when it was cold. Yeah. When I was working for the radio, 
we gave away free soda, uh-huh. you know, with sponsors would give us just mountains of soda. Right. And it's an incident management vehicle. Right. And I had, I think I had like six 12 packs of cherry Coke <laughs> just lining the back of the truck, uh-huh. but it was midsummer. Uh-huh. And Kurt was with me. It was when Kurt worked there. Okay. We were just driving down the freeway and me and Kurt had an understanding mm-hmm. when we worked together a lot. We had an understanding that was, hey, we've been with, with each other for a long time today. Yeah. We don't want to talk to each other anymore. Right. And we just wouldn't talk. Right. For the whole way back to the garage, open it, close it, we would just say bye. You know? <laughs> it wasn't like we hated each other. We just knew, like, enough was enough. Right, right. So we're just driving in one of those moods. Right. And I hear, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? He, and he's like, ah! You know? And then... It was like all at once. It was like pop, 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 pop. It was the scariest thing and made the biggest mess. But anyway, so they will explode. Yeah, they, as well. Oh, definitely. Um, interestingly enough, he uh, he had a laser thermometer, uh-huh. and uh, the the bush was the warmest at like negative twenty nine. But the Pam and the hairspray were at the coldest at like negative forty four. Interesting. I think that makes sense because it's the aerosol in there. Sure. Like if you ever turn that stuff upside down, right? Yeah, it's it gets freezing. super cold. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't know the and science, then, but sure. It seems like the alcohol wouldn't alcohol freeze, Alcohol doesn't right? freeze. So it would stay yeah. the warmest. I don't know. Anyway, so don't uh, don't go to those states. I, although I, I hear it's supposed to be like spring there next week. Yeah. It's like a 60 degree swing. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think they said literally high 40s in Chicago next week. Oh. So they go from negative 20 with, with a wind chill at negative 50 up to like the mid 40s. <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, – wow. That yeah. sucks. It's time for the Onion or Infowars. The we segment – we haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Uh, the segment in which I read a headline from The Onion, a satirical news website, and a headline from Infowars – a right-wing, self-purported real news website. Right. Are you ready for your two headlines? I am. Uh, and Spencer has to guess which is which. Right. First headline. Report. Trump trolls Clintons by sh- showing White House guest Lewinsky romp room. <laughs> okay. Cory Booker. This is the second one. Cory Booker apologizes to Wall Street bankers for the mean things he's going to have to say about them. Those are both pretty... <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read them again? Report. Trump trolls Clintons by showing White House guests Lewinsky romp room. And the second one, Cory Booker, who just announced he's running for president. Cory Booker apologizes to Wall Street bankers for the mean things that he's going to have to say about them. I'm I'm thinking the Cory Booker is the onion. You're right. Okay. It's the mean things gives it away. Right. it's kind of childish. Yeah. yeah. So, Infowars... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even fact check this one because I don't care. <laughs> Infowars is reporting that Trump is showing guests of the White House oh the Lewinsky romp room. <laughs> Which, if you want to uh, know, this is, is just... where this is where Bill got a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. In case you were wondering, if you want to know, it was just off the Oval Office. Yeah. <laughs> it was not in the Oval Office. Don't ask me why I know that. <laughs> but I've did. done a lot of research on yeah. this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Lewinsky room. Oh, oh. I can I could totally see him. Oh yeah. For sure, you're gonna like this. He's gonna elbow. He's like elbowing a guy. This is where Bill, yeah, and me, we like both. A, uh, this is where I take Mitch McConnell. <laughs> oh man! See oh, that ruler oh, over there? That man. one was for Paul Ryan. <laughs>
good stuff. Oh. <clears throat> well. All right. Speaking of emotions running high, <laughs> um, you're a big Utah Jazz fan. Yes. In fact, you're wearing a Utah Jazz sweater. It's all I'm wearing. Hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't looked below the desk, so I'm going <laughs> to take your word for it. But so um, there's been a big uproar this week in Utah okay. uh, because selections for the All-Star game were made. Oh, don't bring it up. the Jazz's uh, defensive – what does he call – is he a forward? I don't know. Rudy Gobert? Yeah. He's a center. Center. He uh, is the reigning defensive player of the year. True. He got snubbed. Leader in dunks this year and blocks, I'm pretty sure. And uh, no one really knows why because it's the coaches that pick. And Well, uh, it's not. The, the, the coaches, coaches choose the reserve team. Right. So he got snubbed by yes. the fans, not Utah Which makes fans. sense because Utah's a small market. Right. So did Donovan Mitchell, even though he had a yeah, rough first start to the season. He's too young. Yeah, he's going to be in the rising stars. However, right. Rudy Gobert... <sighs> I understand, and because the the All Star Game is supposed to be an offensive show, right? Right. They don't want to see a guy protecting the rim, right? And you know, barely lifting off the ground to dunk, right? You know, I am, so it's a show, and Utah's a small market team, so they're not going to get the votes because you can vote every day, once a day, up to the right up to the uh, deadline. But where the computer or the why didn't the coaches, why the coaches because. Right. The general feeling is that the coaches know that Rudy Gobert is very valuable and a yes. very good player. So uh, that all being said, you know, whatever, yeah. fine. I want to get your take on his interview today. Did you see this? No. Okay. So he uh, was this yesterday or today? Anyway, uh, I'm just going to play just a little bit of it. You seem equally motivated by success. Basketball background. All right. Well, probably more of a visual, but he starts crying. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. He starts crying. He gets emotional, and uh, he ends the interview. Wow. Now, I want to know, and then he's been, of course, he's been trolled by a um, bunch of douchebags. Well, uh Green, what uh, the the Warriors? Uh, Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yeah. Now, who, who, is, who is a douchebag? But, yeah, he is the um, the only person who is a bigger douchebag in the league is right. Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, it might have been actually both of them. But anyway, what? Okay, I, what say I? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, it's a it's a for, for for me. I I can relate because sure. he feels defeated. Like he's he feels like he's tried everything that he can. Yeah. To to be uh, recognized as an all star, and he just got snubbed, and I I get that, and I get that it's it's very disappointing and defeating. Um, I just I don't know, like I don't care, but it does kind of show. I don't know. It's I think it shows passion, <clears throat> but it's all it's it's also kind of like. Is it passion? It, it, it kind of makes him come off as a. Does it make him come off as a crybaby, like a like a, a no. pouty or I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. He ended the interview. He really hasn't said much about it, right? <clears throat> and you know, um, he talks. He does talk about everything in the interview. In and this he, one, he talks. Uh, and, 
And the, they say that the reason he got emotional is because he said that his mom called him and she was crying oh. because he uh, he didn't get in. Um, well, I mean, and he does talk kind of similar to what you said and how they don't want defense and that kind of stuff. But, right. Uh, you know, a few things. Um, <clears throat> I think that uh, well, I lost my first one. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just illustrate something for you. Yeah. Okay. You. You grow up in France, yeah, idolizing probably French basketball players, European basketball players, looking to the NBA right. as the premier mm-hmm. where you want to be, right? Not just for money, but for bragging rights, right? You know, he worked on this his whole life, right? Right. You forget sometimes these are kids. He's twenty six, yeah, he pretty young, yeah. He's twenty six years old, right? That's young. Yeah. You know, I graduated from college, I think, when I was 25. Right. And, you know, it's like not getting a a job. This is all he knows. And he's worked his entire life for this. Right. Yeah. I mean, I totally – I get it. Like, I've cried in front of bosses before. Yeah. Like, I've broken down. Yeah. I've had emotional breakdowns at work before. It's not something – I can relate to what happened. I think that it's – ultimately, I think it's endearing to the fans. Mm Mm-hmm. If Draymond or Demarcus want to say anything, you know, you go fuck themselves because Draymond wouldn't be anything without Steph Curry, right? You know, or Clay uh, Thompson, right? He's nothing. Yeah, he's nothing at Golden State. You're a great small forward, if even. Right. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Demarcus Cousins is actually pretty talented, right. but he's a dick. <laughs> you know, he's like a Dennis Rodman, Ooh. like really good. You know, he's really good at what he does, but he's right. just a jerk. And, I mean, he gets traded from teams because of it. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think what's going to happen, though, is that it's it's going to endear fans to him even more. Right. Right? And it's going to put a chip on his shoulder for the rest of the season. That's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, hey, you better watch out. Yeah. Because. He already won uh, Defensive Player of the Year last year. Uh, yeah. And you you watch it in games, man. He would, When he gets into it, mm-hmm. nothing stops him. Right. You know? And so... I have no problem with him. I don't. I think you could be a bigger crybaby in in like to use the colloquial term crybaby. Right, would be like tweeting about it constantly or you know right. talking crap on the ones who did get in over him. Right, right. I'm, right, I, right. I'm not going to talk. I don't even know who Anthony Green. I think you know. I don't know who it is, but that would be one thing. Just talking like if he was to tweet like, "Look how crappy Anthony Green is." Mm-hmm. Why is he getting like that's more crybabyish to me? Right, right. Actually tearing up during an interview and then ending the interview right then. That's totally different to me. Right. So I like Rudy. No, I do too. He seems uh, – what I like about him is he seems uh, pretty devoted to the he Utah team, which is pretty, super devoted. Uh, a pretty rare thing. We need it again um, in Utah because, yeah. you know, yeah, he he got really pissed at Gordon Hayward oh, yeah. for leaving. He and – well, no one got along with Ennis Cantor, mm-hmm. you know, which <laughs> I don't know if you – Ennis Cantor plays for the Knicks now. Mm-hmm. He didn't play like five games in a row. Right. Coach's decision. Right. Which is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I like Rudy. He did get snubbed. Absolutely. You know, and he's going to go to every game now in the Western Conference where those coaches voted. And And show them. (laughs) Yeah. I I admire that because I feel like my personality, I would be, I'd be defeated. I'd just be like, I did everything I can. I'm obviously, I'm not, I can't be any better than this. So good on him if he's going to go out there and, uh, yeah. And prove him wrong. Anyway, 
Um, I think we got time for one more topic. You know what? No, we're gonna tease this for Sunday. Oh, it's too. It's we we're good. Yeah, we have. We're, we're good. I want so I'll one. tease people. I will tease you. <sighs> I want to talk about the New York abortion bill, not in defense or in opposition to it. I just want to clear it up for people. So that'll be on Sunday. Cool. Abortion on Sunday. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so that'll come out on Tuesday, I guess. But anyway, you've been listening to the R Take Podcast, a production of Scary Paramedia. <laughs> <laughs> like us on Facebook. Yes, at the R Take Pod on Facebook, Message Instagram, us. and Twitter. Engage with us. Please. Cause discussion with us. Give us some rebuttals, you know? Please. Anyway, that'd be awesome, actually. Yeah. Anyway, for episode 34, I'm Brian. I am Spencer. We'll catch you next time. Cause my mind is such a clutter